0: what's in your diary what's in your diary what's in your diary what's in your hey welcome back to another episode of the it's not your diary podcast it's your girl ty
1: hey y'all it's carla here hey carla so we back yes the best duo in the world back at it again with biblical mm. truths <laughs>
0: <laughs> yes, yes, yes. So before we get started, how are you doing? I'm good, you know,
1: getting excited for 2021. How about you?
0: Same. I'm kind of just like over 2020 at this point. You know, I'm happy it's kind of just in the past and ready to move forward.
1: Yes, I, I am ready, <laughs> girl.
0: <laughs> yes, yes. Yes. So let's get right into it. Our topic for today is owning your brokenness, owning our broken areas. And um, in my little time of research, I did look up the definition. Y'all know I like to burn a definition sometimes if it's fitting. If not, I leave it out. But when I looked up broken, um, just for anybody who's dealing with those broken areas it really had two definitions one was fractured damaged or no longer in a, no longer in one piece or order and then the other one was when it pertains to people having given up all hope so when we look at the title and it's saying owning your brokenness and owning your broken areas. It's like, what are those areas in your life that are fractured, damaged, no longer in one piece or out of order? Or um, what places have you given up hope in? What are your thoughts about that?
1: Um, Yeah, I agree with that. I feel like there's so many definitions of brokenness. We can see broken brokenness. Um, With our messiness, with our imperfection, with our heartbreaks, or even with our physical weakness, you know, brokenness comes in all shapes and forms.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So true. So true. And it's crazy because, like, we all have broken areas. Like, no matter how hard we, or no matter how hard we, like, are working towards healing, it's, like, always probably going to be that one area. It's, like, no matter how healed you might think you are, it might be another area that pops up. And it's more so, like, breaking the stigma that's, like, oh, I'm broken and fractured and this can't be used, but turning it into something that... God can really use
1: yes yes um you know when I was like studying for this I realized you know Jesus he's not intimidated by our sin he's not intimidated by our brokenness like that's why he's called the messiah Mm -hmm. and you know in messiah the word mess is in there Mm -hmm. and I was like oh my god Jesus loves me and my brokenness
0: (laughs) yes yes and it's just crazy cuz for so long i feel like we we're kind of taught that you you need to be at a certain place or you need to just have it all figured out but it's like that's not true like there's a stigma there and it's keeping so many people away from just growing in their everyday lives, but also growing closer to God. Yeah.
1: um, I know for me, like growing up in church, um, it was, it was kind of weird because they would be like, you know, you have to follow all these rules. You have to present yourself a certain way. And like, there was no room for truth. Mm-hmm. and that like that made me kind of feel uncomfortable cuz i was like dang you know i'm supposed to be coming church to get to get better and i can't even come and show my true broken self yeah. you know so that made me just shy away from the church
0: mm-hmm.
1: for a long time
0: yeah and you know like church is for people who need to be healed like we come to god because he's the one who can heal us so the church is just full of people who are broken so the fact that we can even talk about this now and just to bring light to so many things that like so many people, we all have those feelings of just like, oh, this area, I'm feeling like I'm not good enough or, you know, whatever it is. And God wants to heal us. So we got to let him.
1: Yes. We get to see that like in Jesus's life. And um, I think, believe it's Matthew. Mm-hmm. You know, we see Jesus. He has. He has dinner with Matthew and Matthew hosts a dinner party and he has, you know, like the sinners and like the broken people and -hmm. the Pharisees. They try telling Jesus something. They try checking him, you know, telling him, oh, you know, like, what are you doing with these people? Why are you sitting with them? Like, how can you say you're the son of God? And Jesus tells them basically like, you know, healthy people don't need doctors. Sick people do. Mm -hmm. Jesus is for us. We are the sick people, you know?
0: Right. Exactly. And it's also like once we shed light on those broken areas, like you said, the people who were with him, like Jesus, he already saw them and he was able to use them like right where they were. So then it's like once we allow God in, like but first it starts with the self-awareness, like we got to look at it and be like, okay, this is where I am. This is what I'm dealing with. These are all the areas that I need you in, God. And, like, once we're able to say that, then we allow Him the opportunity to come in and really start working. Mm-hmm. And then start to change us from the inside out and start to move in us. And then it gets to a point where like how those people were judging them, like nothing nobody else says, like once Jesus comes in, once once God takes over, it's like nothing nobody else says to you matters. Like you can't say anything to me. You know, my father already accepts me exactly where I am in all of my broken areas. Like he does not care that you have an opinion about me you know and regardless of how broken I am he still loves me and once we all can stand confident in who we are with the brokenness it's like okay no opinions of anybody else can affect us because I feel like opinions of other people like other people's convictions really start to like creep in the broken area oh and yeah tell us lies and stuff mm-hmm. like, Mm
1: -hmm. Yeah, people be trying to, you know, like talk you down and, you know, just be mean. People are Mm -hmm. really mean, you know, they Mm -hmm. want you to be this uh, perfect standard and that's not existent. And, you know, like the Bible says, we were created in God's image. Um, I feel like you said God accepts us in our brokenness so we don't need validation from anybody else because our father already already validates us and
0: you know that's beautiful mm-hmm. exactly and one thing that I wanted to talk about too was just like what happens when we don't own our brokenness and how it can really start to mess with us and our relationships Mm -hmm. And so I have three things that can happen, but honestly, it's a lot more. But the main ones is the first one, we start to point fingers and blame other people for what we haven't really taken accountability for, what we need to own up to, like um, just going through things like even from childhood, like we always want to blame like our parents or our siblings or just like anybody who ever raised you or anything like that. But like when it comes to us getting the healing that we need, it's like we got to eventually just own it and just be like, OK, I'm moving forward, regardless of if you're going to own it or not, because then we mm-hmm. have feelings about things that have happened to us. And we don't really let, um, we don't really let ourselves feel okay. that are like, okay, I'm taking this over. Like nobody else needs to own it for us. And then the second one is we feel like we have something to prove. And then pride starts to creep in to where we start to be somebody that we're not. And instead of just owning who we are, where we are, even for me, I feel like I was always trying to be somebody who I wasn't. Like, I was trying to be like this hard person, mm-hmm. like, just not standing up the way I needed to. Like, I was being spiteful. It was just weird. Like, the pride was really pulling me down. And then um, for the third one, well, we'll start to need validation and approval from others. So, like, in a group of friends, you might start to feel like, oh, why isn't this person there for me? Why don't they invite me to things? Like, this is just an example, but it just starts to change you, like, change you yeah. for the worse. Like, I was such a bad friend because I hadn't faced my broken areas. And I didn't even realize that until somebody said something one day, like, oh, yeah, that person, they just always talk about themselves. Then I looked at myself. I'm like, wait, I'm friends with them. Through this. Who I always do? <laughs> I'm like, oh, no. And yeah, but it's just crazy because you never realize until you look in the mirror and just own it and be like, okay, yeah, that's me. Let me figure out, like, why I'm doing this. Figure out how I can, like, move on, you know? Yeah. It just gets a little tough in there. It does. It.
1: And I feel like when you don't own your brokenness publicly like you don't bring light to it Mm -hmm. it becomes like an internal battle and then you're fighting it by yourself and that's like where the enemy will like seep in because think about it like the enemy wants you to be alone God created us to be in fellowship he when he created Adam he made Eve so you know, that's why I feel like it's so important to to surround yourself with, you know, people of strong faith, because if you're going through a tough battle, like they're going to help you get through it and you can be honest with them and you can share what you're struggling with. You know, th- these people are going to pray for you. These people are going to give you, you know, like godly advice and stuff like that. Yeah. So I know a lot of people get scared or they get um, they're afraid that they might be sh- um what's the word like shamed Mm -hmm. for whatever they're struggling with and you know we it shouldn't be like that Mm
0: -hmm. we
1: should have people that love us that want to help us grow and god wants us in fellowship Mm so yeah basically if you're struggling with some with something speak reach out to somebody somebody you know that you can trust and if you don't have anybody you know at in prayer ask god if he can send somebody
0: your way Mm -hmm. exactly and you can always reach out to us
1: yeah you know i'll be bored
0: (laughs) (laughs) we don't mind being there for anybody at no point in time if you need it
1: call me if you need someone to talk to
0: (laughs) yeah because I feel like I always have people just reaching out and just sharing like this is what I'm struggling with I don't really know what to do and I always just like get them a little word of encouragement and I hope it helps that's what we're here for though to like support each other because I feel like even with us like it was a point in time where I don't remember what was happening. And you was just like, you said something. I'm like, yeah, that's that's exactly what I need to do. I'm like, I'm happy (laughs) because it just brought me right back. And I was like, oh.
1: Yeah. And it's just so crazy because like the culture tells us like, oh, you know, be by yourself. You can't trust nobody. You know, everybody's fake. Mm -hmm. And like, that is so toxic. That is not true. Like, Having good relationships with your friends and just good spiritual people, man, that makes such a difference. Mm-hmm. I, I love them. I, I can go to my friends.
0: They're amazing. Yeah, yeah, that's like everything. It's crazy because like even after we we are, we come to the place where we are self-aware and you know we're on this journey to finding this healing for all the things that we kind of struggling with. I feel like sometimes even for me like you might get a little discouraged like you know I beat this one thing but now it's like all these other triggers it's like you know you start a process but then you might be battling things that like legit like your family has been battling for so long so then you feel like you might get a little discouraged on the journey you'll feel like you know I tackled one thing that I'm struggling with. I tackled one area, but now there's another one, like, right behind it. And that's, like, the enemy, he wants to, like, attack us in that way. Like, he wants us to get discouraged to where we get off the path of, like, being in purpose and healing like he wants us to feel like it's a never-ending process but when we can just accept like okay these are my areas I'm working on them and it's gonna Mm -hmm. be a lifelong process and it's okay it's okay because certain things are gonna come and you're gonna have to always heal like it'll be the smallest thing and it might trigger you and you'll be like oh man now I gotta work on this but it's okay to be broken like
1: yeah I feel like for me Yes, everything is uh, like a constant battle. We're never not going to be in battle because we live in a you know a fallen world. But what helps me is like knowing that we're on the side that has already won. We have the victory. God has the victory. So we shouldn't we shouldn't worry. And you know I'm saying this out loud, but I'll be tripping sometimes, and that's the honest truth.
0: <laughs> yeah, sometimes it's hard to remember. Girl, yeah, you really be feeling
1: like damn. What's going on? Why is my life in shambles right now?
0: <laughs> right, and it's really just like, wow, this is just the enemy. Like you really, you trying me, you trying me right now. Like stop, yeah. Because you're not gonna win. So walk on out my life. But yeah, the enemy. I swear, he had me like pretty good. I felt like for a long time, pretty much most of my life, I can remember, I just had like a broken voice, I would say, because like God would always give me words and I've always had this issue, like he would share something with me, like I would need to speak up for myself, I would not speak up for myself, Um, he would put me in situations where like you need to say this and I would just feel like I couldn't say it. And I don't know, it was just like, I was silent. I will, it was, and I didn't understand it till recently. Like now that I face the things that had been holding me back and that just had been making me feel like I never had a voice in my childhood. It's like now, um, I'm, I'm feeling free, but I'm also still like fighting a spiritual warfare. Like, Mm -hmm. I guess because it just affected me so much. I didn't think I was smart. I really didn't think like nobody would care what I had to say. And God had just told me like, I have to speak up, but I also have to have a balance. You know, I have to speak, but also listen with the wisdom from God. And at the time, like, I didn't really understand that. And I feel like if I never came to a place where I could admit that I'm struggling with finding my voice, that I wouldn't even have started the podcast. Because I remember that I had started it and like, I didn't tell nobody for months. Like... (laughs) I didn't even tell y'all till I think the season first season was over and it was just weird. Like I just, I didn't know how to feel about it, but the whole time I didn't know that the devil was really like holding my voice captive, but just being honest with myself was the hardest part. Cause I didn't really understand like what was holding me back. Mm-hmm. And um, so, yeah, once I got the self-awareness that it took, it actually became even harder for me to speak, which is crazy. But I actually figured out why. And I figured out that I had this, death and dumb spirit manifesting in my body pretty much and it's like an actual spirit and once I realized because I was telling you like I've been going too deep in faith like I I found out (laughs) spirits like what is going on and I'm like this this is like what's going on with me and I figure out that like the spirit also it's like people who have it on them like you like grind your teeth this is something that I've been doing since I was like a kid. My mom told me I used to do it when I was like little in my sleep. So like when we say like it's generational, yeah, like, we're literally battling things that we don't even know how they got on us.
1: Right, yeah. because
0: like if
1: our parents don't overcome it, like that spirit is just gonna transfer to our kids.
0: Yes, yeah, you know, and it's so like. Like who do these spirits think they are? I don't <laughs> understand. Like I'm very like, I'm just like, okay. Now, now now I'm like, how do I get this off of me? And like just practicing, just speaking up more. And I literally had to bind the spirit. And now like I gotta pray that I'm gonna be praying every day because it's something that I still battle with. Like even once you have the self-awareness, it's like you're still going to be battling with it, especially if it's something that's been on you or something that like a broken area that you've had like for so long. But yeah, I basically got to loose the resurrection life and the gift of healing over myself. And so when I read like the gift of healing, I was like, that's crazy because the podcast is a generational healing podcast. Oh and yeah. I literally found my voice on the podcast. I was like, god, how you be working is amazing. Like, that's crazy. So crazy. Yeah, I was like, that's so amazing and now all the people listening are on this like healing journey with me because like i'm also healing yeah the whole point like so now the fact that we can all do it together and we can all face these things is just like okay god i see what you're doing like you you got it all together and i never questioned it but i almost didn't do it like i almost let my broken areas like stop me from allowing God to use me stop now. you
1: and define you yes. oh my gosh
0: yes that's so crazy
1: yeah I that's crazy because I remember having a conversation with my cousin a couple years ago and we were at the mall and I, I don't know exactly how this came about but I was just like you know I feel like God can't use me because I'm not i I'm not a perfect person like how I seen how he used her she's an amazing person oh my god she's just such a woman of god and I was just like I don't understand like how how could I ever reach the level that you're on and she was like girl she's like I have imperfections you know I'm not I'm not perfect either. And if Mm -hmm. you go through the Bible and you read the stories of these characters, none of them were perfect. And it's because God God cannot use, quote unquote, perfect people. Mm -hmm. Because if you were to use perfect people, people would give themselves credit. And if God uses people, you know, like yourself, who call yourself, you know, like imperfect, you own your imperfections, you Mm -hmm. own your brokenness, you give the glory back to God.
0: Yeah,
1: You know, exactly. so that's, that's, that's just crazy. And I'm just like, wow, God, like you, you can bring life, you can bring beauty in the most messed up situations, no mm-hmm. matter what, like God. He's just, man, he's just amazing.
0: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And it's crazy, like how you said, he uses us and then we give him the glory. So it's like, we want to stay at his feet. We want to stay in this place of like vulnerability with him to where. We don't get to like, oh, I spent all this time with God. I do all these things. I'm healed. I don't have any areas. And it's like, I don't want to get to that place where, yeah, yeah, it's like, I want to keep finding things because I know that there's always room to grow. I know that it's like always something for me to be doing. And it's like, just again, I'm balancing where we are and like, where are we going? Like that. Yeah. line That's just between us and what God has for us. So, so trust yeah. in him.
1: Oh, <laughs> for sure. When we were talking about this episode and like planning it out, um I was telling Tara, I was like, "Man, you know, that um Japanese pottery where they do where they fill like the cracks and stuff with gold." I was like, "That that just reminded me of this." And okay, so it's called Kintsugi. I believe. And so the kin means golden. Sugi means to repair or join. So basically they take broken pottery and they fill it with like gold detail. And that's like, that's exactly what God does with us. He takes our broken pieces Mm -hmm. and he mends it like with him. He fills it up with himself, you know? And- it just covers our flaws, mm-hmm. so kintsugi basically just beautifies the breakage, and that's what God does with us. Yeah, because I feel like I I couldn't really see myself as this beautiful creature coming to life this year till I really just gave it all to God, everything like my imperfections, the things I can do, the things I can't,
0: mm-hmm. and
1: I was able to see like you know, wow, God, like you knew what you were doing when you created me yeah exactly
0: yeah and it's crazy because like even in our brokenness like like we are right where god needs us to be like yes it it doesn't matter we don't need to question it we don't need to beat ourselves up over it's just like keep moving like once we keep moving in faith once we got our self-awareness we know what we're working on and we can like start to take step by step on that road, it's like, it's nothing else for us to do. Like we just let God do what he's going to do. And he's going to keep pushing us, you know, as we keep adding to our relationship with him, he's going to keep adding to us and keep building us up and start allowing us to heal and allowing us to just grow more and more. So I think it's just beautiful.
1: The best Yeah, it girl, yeah. God is my means. Mm-hmm. Because, you know, even even if we mess up, the Bible tells us that God's gonna make our mistakes work in our favor. So we we have nothing to be worried about. Don't worry about people talking about you. You know, just worry about your relation, your relationship directly with God. Mm
0: -hmm. Yes, yes, yes.
1: You know, I was doing my little studying or whatever, and I was taken to the book of Hosea Mm -hmm. and I was shook i've never read this bible story i've never came across it but basically in the book of hosea god um we see a perfect example of how god still loves us despite of our sinful ways and brokenness Mm. so god tells hosea you know you're gonna you're gonna marry a prostitute and i was like oh my gosh god is telling somebody to marry a prostitute what Mm -hmm. the i was like when like that's not ideal, right? Mm-hmm. So God tells him, you know, you're going to marry her. Her name's uh, Gomer, I believe. Gomer. And she's going to cheat on you. She's going to have babies out of wedlock. She's going to leave you. She's going to prostitute herself. And I was like, wow, like you have to be a strong person to be like, yes, God, I'm going to do this. You're signing yourself up for heartbreak. And she does all of this, you know, Mm -hmm. and more. And she, I think, I believe she ends up selling herself as like a sex slave. Mm -hmm. And then God goes back to Hosea and he's like, "Um, go get your wife and bring her back and love her, love her, even though she loves adultery. Mm. and one of the verses says for the lord still loves israel even though the people have turned to other gods so hosea goes back and he has to buy his wife that's done all this dirty stuff to him she's mean and you know he he buys her back Mm. and he loves her he does exactly what god tells him to do and that that story just reminds me like no matter how low we sink god is always willing to buy us back and redeem us and lift us lift us back up again and i was like wow like god in a way like he's he's telling hosea like no matter what she does i want you to still love her and it's just like a parallel as to how God
0: loves us, Yeah. you know? And I was like, man, that's so, that's so beautiful. <laughs> it is, it is. And when you think about that, it's like, we want what we want. But then like, if God told you that you're going to go through all these things, the person you with are going to, like they're going to do all these things, but you're going to stay with them. You're going to build together. Like, like sometimes we want to know God's plan. Like we ask, and we we like have this idea of what we want but it's like mm, do we really want to know that he want us to marry this prostitute take her back like <laughs> no like i feel like and that's like the most amazing thing about just us in our brokenness like he knows he already knows and we can just trust him freely to help us to get to where where are we going but do we really want to know all the details because sometimes we'd be like cause I know I'd be like oh god I kind of just just I just want to know I just want to know what to do I just want to know where I'm going I just want to know the timing I want to know all the details but mm-hmm. you might not necessarily know that you're supposed to be homeless for this many months in order to get to being a millionaire or whatever else God has in store for you
1: Right, and it's like Gomer. She she probably didn't even know like her life was going to be used to to represent how God loves us.
0: Mm
1: -hmm. She probably thought like, "Wow, you know, like I'm a prostitute. Like, what what good can come out of my life?" She's in the Bible. She's a Bible character. Mm -hmm. So don't let anybody ever tell you that nothing good can come from your mistakes.
0: Right, because God can use everything. Exactly. Every single. Dang, that that just gave me so much reassurance because I just think about my marriage and I think about when God told me like, okay, you can get married. And I was kind of thinking like, girl.
1: I already you know, told you, God is going to use this marriage. I I know it. I can feel it in my heart. There's something. God's going to use this marriage. I
0: know it. I feel it now. Everybody's been telling me that, like, everybody's. Other people said it. They was like, you know, I don't think you should let go of this story of your marriage. I'm like, no, that's, I feel like. like <laughs>
1: <laughs> no, I feel like that's your and TJ's testimony. And I, I always tell you, I pray for you guys all the time. You guys are one of my favorite families.
0: Oh, thank you. We done
1: been through so much. <laughs> but yeah. Um, just a reminder, you guys. Pastor Tim Ross said this and I love it. He says, Don't get right, then go to God. You get with God, then get
0: right with him.
1: Mm-hmm. Hallelujah. So good. That's a so word for good. somebody. I know it is.
0: <laughs> yeah, because that's true. Like and just allowing him to use you like. Yeah. He's going to use you right where you are. Exactly. Like the prostitute. Mm -hmm. And she still got a man. She's like, God still sent her somebody. Like that just shows that you're never too broken. Like you said. Yeah. I think that's a great way to end it off. But before we close it out, I want to recap the points for this episode. We got three points for y'all that we went over. So always remember, number one, own your brokenness. Number two, allow God to feel and use your brokenness. And number three, brokenness is okay because you're still a leader even in your brokenness. Yes, sir. Yes, yes, yes. So make sure y'all write those down. And... Those are actually your journal, so go ahead and make sure you get your recap points down in your journal for the week. And don't forget, make sure you're subscribed at it'snowyourdiary.com. And I want y'all to leave us a review. And then before we get out of here, we're going to finish off with our segment, our happy thoughts segment. Carla, what's making you happy this week? What's making me
1: happy this week? Um, I got to spend time with you and the girls and we did a little uh, vision board for 2021 and I really enjoyed that. I had so much fun. We did a like a virtual one mm-hmm. instead of you know all the gluing and the paper and the cutting. Yeah. This one was uh, a little challenging, but I liked it a lot more. (laughs)
0: Yeah, that was fun. Honestly, that's mine too. I love the vision board. I love how it came out good old pick monkey i think that's yeah that's the name of the thing but. yes pick monkey yeah make sure y'all doing y'all vision boards god said um write the vision and make it plain
1: yep even if it's just a word even if it's just a title yeah write it down look at it go back to
0: it <laughs> mm-hmm. even if it's your broken areas that you plan on fixing mm-hmm. it down. So that's it for this episode, and we will talk to y'all next week. Bye, y'all. Bye.